1: Welcome to Following the Leftovers, the officially unofficial podcast for The Leftovers on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just saw the series premiere yesterday, episode 101, Pilot. Very inventive names coming out of Damon Lindelof and Tom something. Perota. Perota. Uh, Gonna have to learn his name. He's not a name I've heard before, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He's the guy that authored the novel that this is based on, Uh as well as, I believe he wrote uh, Election... Uh, Oh, which is the Reese Witherspoon uh Matthew Broderick vehicle, and um, Little Children, which I've never actually heard of. So, but he got an Oscar for, um, both those were uh, nominated for Oscars. Wow! So it's got quite the pedigree.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you are unfamiliar with Damon Lindelof, he he created, co-created Lost. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of Lost stuff going on in this show. Definitely. I mean he one of his signatures is obviously the mystery behind uh kind of what's going on in in the world, uh what's going on with these characters, and that is here in spades. Yeah, but so the knock against
0: Lindelof is that he just rocks us rocks. He rocks and walks the tightrope of mm. You know, lay a bunch of mysterious shit, see what sticks, and then maybe <laughs> you can figure out the answers as you're going along. And then get on the forums and tell us how to end this, because we have no fucking clue. <laughs> right, because they, yeah, I feel like, number one, having a novel setting, a loose structure, and I don't know how, fa- I haven't read the novel. Uh, Steppenwall and Wong and uh, Feinberg had both read it, I listened to podcast the other day, and they mentioned that how, you know, I guess it's following for the most part, but there's some significant departures. Don't know, don't care. Um, yeah. But having that structure and having the writer working with them that pr- presumably has the answers I think is going to head some of that off. And also it's not a mystery the, – the core mystery of why 2% of the world – population has disappeared. I don't think the show has any interest
1: in no. plumbing. No, I think it dealt with it. They did the commission. They basically said, we don't there fucking know. There are no answers. Yeah, so deal with it. And that's what the show is really about. How do these people deal with it, right? And,
0: and I feel like it's somehow it's easier to come up with answers about human behavior than it is why are there polar bears on tropical
1: island why is there a smoke monster chasing people (laughs) and turning them wrong for some people yeah Uh, for some writers i think it's easier for others i think the plot stuff just clicks and they can get it uh that that was one of lost strong suits i thought i mean it was kind of going back and looking at again a little overly dramatic in spots i don't think anybody would argue with that uh but they did character interactions really well I thought. Okay. And and they made real believable characters. That's true. Yeah. It's just
0: unfortunate that they didn't I mean plot does matter to a certain extent especially Absolutely. it you you put all these questions and it's again nobody's putting a gun to these people's heads and saying you've got to get this complex crazy mythology mm-hmm. that begs answers you can't raise questions and i mean i guess you can but then you have to deal with people being pissed when they're unsatisfying or when you don't know the answers yourself you're just jerking around yeah i feel like i'm a lot more confident going into this episode that because we're not really promising the answers it's kind of like this is a a a thing Hmm. that's happened to the world and this is how people are going to deal with it and yeah I, I love the concept of one out of every 50 people just disappearing because there's some families that are going to be, you know, have one or two almost everybody. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: That hits almost everybody.
0: Everybody's going to know someone that's a close friend or a coworker or family member that's disappeared.
1: Yeah. Do, and, you, and, do
0: you know 50 people? Well, chances are that exactly. one of them has disappeared. And and it's not that the thing that's cool about it is it's not like a tsunami. That
1: hit the, you know There's no one to blame Yeah, it did hit some
0: remote island It's not an earthquake that happened in Chile It's it's nothing that
1: could have been prevented It's not a terrorist attack that happened
0: in New York It happened in the
1: entire
0: world Is dealing with this whole thing and it's kind of interesting that it's it's set in America because it would also be interesting to see how, like, China deals with this and Russia deals with this. Sure, and yeah. And Japan and uh, Som- Som- Somalia is, like, all yeah. across the world because the cultures are all different. So how – the Germans. How the fuck do the Germans handle this?
1: Yeah. Uh, those are all very interesting questions, but questions I don't feel like we're going to get answers to. I feel no, like they this... would have set up I – mean, they set up maybe a very, very minor – government plotline with the the town parade or whatever, the yeah, Heroes no. Parade. But that's still so, small But it's things. so small ball, yeah, compared to worldwide. In uh, fact, it feels
0: like everything – this is how small ball it is. Everything is connected to the the lead. It is, yeah. Uh, what's Kevin, the sheriff? Uh, uh, I think so, sure. Um, because I almost said, well, the Wayne, the black gentleman that seems to be – Running some kind oh of a
1: compound some kind of cult
0: yeah some kind of his own cult of personality on some compound yeah uh, his one of his uh enforcers lieutenants gophers I don't know sure what you call him is Kevin's son ah uh, yeah yeah the uh guilty remnant which I think is the most fascinating part is his wa- is is got a uh his wife is a member what the fuck is a guilty remnant that's the guys is wife. that the name yeah for them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh. Hmm. Uh they, I think they only got their full name in there like once or twice. They refer to it, as yeah.
1: Remnant or the GRs or whatever. The ones who smoke. <laughs> the ones who smoke. That's that's driving me crazy. I finish your point, but we'll Um so we'll I'm talk just saying about it. that like think of a
0: plot line and they all have this family as its thread. So I I don't yes. not only are we not going to go worldwide, I don't think <laughs> we're gonna go nationwide. I think it's gonna be this
1: town and these people and how they are dealing with sure. it. Sure. This island, right? Right, right. <laughs> it's the lost formula. Uh, it, it, huh. With Lost, it got. It, it kind of branched out in scope toward the end. Uh, you had people working on the outside of the island and stuff like that. Um, with this, I feel like maybe it could go there in time. Definitely not season one, I'd say.
0: Well, and I feel like the scope's already widened because. We're in. We're three years down the pipe, so we've got.
1: Yeah, but but that's all background, right? I'm saying, will they address it on the show? Oh, will they actually get into any of that? Who knows? What did you think? We talked about kind
0: of the premise Uh and our um, relationship with the pedigree. Before we move on from that, I want to say that Peter Berg directs this and the next episode. Um, He is a pretty prolific guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's directed. Um, Cinematic stuff such as The Rundown Which was the rock vehicle Which <laughs> oh, I quite enjoyed Christ, Except for a couple of parts I quite enjoyed except for the monkey face rape Yeah um, yeah, that was pretty ridiculous Very bad things Friday Night Lights the movie The Kingdom, uh, Hancock The Will Smith superhero okay. sh- uh, thing Battleship, Lone Survivor Which Battleship. is about <laughs> uh, Marcus Luttrell the, the lone survivor of a Navy SEAL fiasco
1: I don't think I've seen that
0: Also developed and created the series, television series, Friday Night Lights, which I've never seen, but is very well respected in almost every professional critic's top ten list. And something I hope to get around to watching. Mm -hmm. So he's also acted on Chicago Hope as (laughs)
1: Dr. Billy Billy (laughs) Cronk. As aka who gives a fuck.
0: (laughs) But all these people together, you know, there's there's reason that to believe that there's some quality. You know, you've got a fairly renowned showrunner, a fairly yeah, renowned yeah. novelist, a fairly renowned director with lots of experience and you know, we'll see how it goes but these first two episodes,
1: I'm sure. pretty, I'm pretty stoked for. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Yeah, I, I have so many questions, um, and I think that's the whole point of this first episode is to just lay out all the questions. Okay. Who Did you are— you enjoy
0: the experience of watching it.
1: Oh God. See, by the time this year is out, all the podcasts that I'm doing are going to be fucking depressing. <laughs> True Detective is going to depress the shit out of me. Maybe, maybe. They might come back with something just completely different. I next never year. found
0: that show depressing.
1: Oh God, it was depressing. Uh this show is gonna depress the shit out of me. Okay. There are so many sad sacks in this show. <laughs> For good reason. I'm not that's not anything against them. I'm just saying that's the subject matter we're going into here. Uh, so I feel like I thought it was very well made. It's another depressing show, and I—I, I, it's hard to get behind those sometimes okay. for me. I prefer things like Breaking Bad where it's not really—it's more lighthearted. It mm. just doesn't have this tone of overall sorrow and okay, ugh. at least not all the time. Um,
0: yeah. I found it very fascinating, very absorbing to watch. It and was at no you know. point. There was a little thing with the dogs at the end where I'm like, I don't know if I like where this is going, but I'm like, you know what, that's that's an episode to worry about a, another day. Yeah. That's kind of the only thing where I they lost me a little bit, and unfortunately that was kind of the
1: climax of the episode. So what do you think that meant? Um, we, we have we'll go Wayne. we right to the dogs, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, let's go right to the dogs because I want to set it up with talk about talk, Wayne. Before we do
0: that, should we talk about the format this cast? We're going to do okay. like yeah. a modified half-assed cast, kind of like Fargo where – because I don't think the series – The increasingly whole-assed cast. Increasingly f- fully-assed cast, but yeah. it's not going to be a scene-by-scene recap because I don't yeah. feel like this show lends itself to that. It's not about the action and plot so much as it's about the themes, the characters, and – the revelations that we find out about him. So, so far, yeah, we'll see what Lindelof does with it. But. And it could, yeah. Like, if it turns into action-adventure in episode six, then maybe
1: we'll change gears. But yeah. right now, <laughs> it's a uh, half-ass cast. Shoot out at the compound. All the way. Congressman rolls in with the National Guard. And <laughs> tries to take him down. Uh, yeah, um, let's talk about the dogs a little bit. Let's talk about Wayne first, though. He's, you know, the main character, the dad. parent that, that like Kevin? Kevin. Kevin? Kevin. Kevin Gar- Gar- yeah, Garvey yeah. or Garney or something. I don't have their names down yet, okay. obviously. Right. <laughs> uh Kevin is the dad and the the police chief. He's the in police the town. chief. Okay. Who his father was the police chief before him. Yeah. Went crazy.
0: At some point ran around stark naked. Right. we have a brief flashback of this man running around the yard at night buck naked. Already streaming. this podcast is full ass. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think it was a three-quarter profile ass. Okay,
1: yeah. A Uh, a tasteful three-quarter profile. So it's clear, obviously, that his wife is in whatever, the leftovers. Yeah. Um, I forget what you called them already. The guilty remnant. Guilty remnant. Uh, His wife is part of that. His wife was disappeared with the 2% population, and that lets us know that these these remnant are probably – at least partially made up of people who were disappeared. I,
0: right? You mean you think they're actually returned people? Or you think they're survivors of people that directly, the disappearing directly affected their life?
1: I think they're returned. Let's let's shelf that for now until whoa, we whoa, talk about whoa. Kevin.
0: Okay, because I've, I've strongly disagree. Okay. that any of these people have returned. These 2% okay. never seen again.
1: All right. Um so let's talk more about Kevin. Kevin has a drinking problem because of that. His his wife is gone for whatever reason. Okay. Uh and has become part of this Is it a drinking problem? It is a drinking problem. Why do you think it's a drinking problem? Well, he's drinking he, in his car. He's drink he's the police chief. He's drinking in his car. Uh he's drinking throughout the episode. He hasn't seen him full drinking on beers. No, mean, that, not he
0: smashes into a bridge overpass. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I think it's a drinking problem. He tells his daughter not to drink at the party, which, of course, you're going to tell your daughter that anyway. Sure. But then he's sitting at the table drinking th- with dinner. So it's like, uh Drinking with dinner. Know. That's a classic sign of a drinking problem. Drinking? Uh, the is, man is beer something that you drink with dinner? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't I like beer. I just drank
0: beer with dinner last night. Really? Yeah. Had an IPA uh, with my taco salad.
1: I don't like beer. I don't really like beer very much. Well a couple beers that are exceptions but i don't really like it okay (laughs) don't know what to say about that we should move on (laughs) so he's he's clearly not got a good relationship with either of his kids they're not answering his phone calls or directly disobeying him staying out all night with dead dogs in the trunk well i don't think they have this family's relationship seems to have even though
0: the daughter and the the youngest daughter and the father are trying to maintain the semblance of this family thing that they commented on her friends like i really like the family thing you've got going on here at the dinner sit down dinner table you can tell that you know the son is just not even returning phone calls he's out with this cult the daughter is
1: you know leading a fairly scary life uh i don't think she would be at that table if her dad didn't make her be at that table uh, i don't know that's the vibe i got
0: child and lost her mom in this and not lost her. Her mom abandoned them in this very weird situation. Around and the other thing I think it's interesting is this is the one family that was not directly touched by the happening or the following. Or okay, the, we have to get. Over we end. have
1: to get into his wife. Then okay, we we absolutely have to because I don't know where you're coming from here. Oh, is there something in the episode that says that she is not? Uh, one of the ones who disappeared on the fourteenth. Yes, 14th? the fact that she's still on this
0: fucking planet is how we know she didn't disappear.
1: Do we know that, or do we do
0: we have I'm any status on these because these people also, in White called, robes? They're called the guilty remnant. A remnant is a leftover, okay, portion of something. Sure, and they feel guilty about it, and they smoke. And take a vow of silence as a way. And seem
1: to be... Oh, their mission I don't is, like anything that these people do. And their
0: mission... And their, well, stay with it. Their mission yep. is to make other people aware of... You can't go on. You can't move. Why are you doing? Why are you going out to dinner? Why are you celebrating? Why are you making statues? It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I think they've got this nihilist view where they just want to drop out of the world, get everyone else to drop out of the world, and die.
1: God, that's such fucking
0: horseshit. Uh, I, I but I think it's the m- most interesting part because you know growing up in a cult and it mm-hmm. wasn't a white pajamas cult but it was definitely a high control it could have been if thing. they wanted it to That's be That's the thing like <laughs> if the old dudes in uh Brooklyn, New York sent a blue pill and told everyone in the, the world as a Jehovah's witness to take it mm-hmm. what percent do you think would be dead the next day Large percent
1: I don't know. Well over
0: fifty. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm thinking it's right at fifty because, eh, maybe. I don't I just know. feel like they're and, and it just depends. Like I, if they, it depends on how much groundwork they laid up to the blue pill. It, absolutely. If The blue pills came down today. I don't know if the if if they started like ramping up the Armageddon stuff and started you know some of their weirder yep. <laughs> paranoid practices, then maybe you'd get higher than that. But that's still a sure. scary thought. That fifty percent of seven something million
1: people could just die because a bunch of old people told him to. That's the most interesting part about the, the Guilty Remnant is how they became that way. It, I want to get flashbacks. I want to get copious flashbacks.
0: And it seems like it's one of those rare cults that is in completely organic. It's not a top down. They've got the Wayne guy, who we'll talk about in a minute, that seems like it's a top down straight cult personality. Hmm. This is almost like the occupation wall street of of, of cults yeah. Everything's a dem- democratic, everyone kind kinda of does what they want to do. Because Patty is
1: obviously the leader of that it's, house, at least.
0: Okay, I mean, it's like, is she really the leader, or did they appoint her as their speaker for when things like this happen? Because, Fucking speaking. Get out of here with that speaking. And she gives... You she either gives, talk or you don't. <laughs> she gives this instructions, and... No, I actually like that. She gives instructions, but who knows? I mean, is that... Do they rotate? We don't know. But what I'm just saying is, like, very, there seems to be very little leadership and structure. It's like sure. they all I agree deeply with that, believe yeah. in the mission and yada yada.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of have to, like to smoke it? yourself
0: to death. Why don't you like it?
1: Uh, you just don't like I, the world view? It bothers you? Yeah, mostly. Um, I, I think the idea of throwing up your hands and giving up and just saying, kill me, is fucking stupid. Of course. I just think it's... I also. So think... I have very little tolerance for watching people doing that. It's. Hmm. It it annoys me. It, it makes me almost angry at them for not giving a shit about their life hmm.
0: i i kind of feel where you're coming from but on the other hand i think that if you know a whole like a united states worth of people disappeared off the globe and i don't i don't I don't. how many million is two percent of seven billion i don't know uh we shouldn't bog down in it no probably but not still of one out of 50 it's uh, like 140 million people
1: Okay, so if like half or a third of the United States has disappeared. Wait, they the world. said in the episode that it was as many as the 10 biggest cities in the world, right? Okay. Didn't they say that? I think that's.
0: So. I could say we could figure eh, out might be right true. now yeah, yeah.
1: the exact number. I think it's 4 fourth. I'm
0: terrible at math. I mean, 10% of 7 million would be it's, 700 yeah. million. So a fifth of that would be about 100, 150 million. About 140. Watch yeah. two idiots do math. <laughs> um that grew up in the indiana educational system uh but i'm just saying that like i don't think you can discount that as a valid
1: reaction that people would have sure i some people would have that i don't know how many of these people there are it seemed like there was an entire street at least of houses just full of these people it looked like i think they mentioned that there's
0: 59 or there's the 50 something of them and i assume that's in that small town Okay. So it's not a huge number, but it's mm-hmm. it's a surprising – It's a larger
1: number than I would expect to just give up on life after some event. But I also think it's significant that this mom, who did not
0: lose any of her immediate family that we know of, maybe she lost her mom or dad or whatever, her sister, mm. she decides to join this cult. Whereas another woman who literally her entire family was taken away from, from them – yeah. yeah. Um, you know, she's, like, the spokesperson for we need to, you know, recognize and move on. I think that's interesting. I also think it's super interesting. Did you catch, speaking of uh, Kevin, he was fucking a man that was not his wife during the disappearance. And, in fact, the fucky disappeared. This was a flashback when... The one woman, at the very beginning of the episode, she's the one that lost her son at the laundromat. She's they at meet, the bar, yeah. meeting meet in a bar, and he says, she's like, where were you? when it happened? And he said... All
1: I saw was a pile of arms and legs in there. I was had... fucking a chick, and she disappeared... And that's that was not their mother. Okay, holy fuck! You just confused me. You said he was fucking a man, and I was like, "What? Oh, sorry. What did I miss in that scene?" I got my True Blood and my <laughs> leftovers mixed up together. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's he's with someone other
0: than his wife. at yeah. that point. She's fucking a woman, not his wife. Hmm. So there was an affair, and then I, what kind of? You imagine having this situation? You're in an intimate situation. You're having sex with somebody. And then
1: whoosh, and then they're they're gone. gone. That's <laughs> fucked up. So I wish they had done a better job of conveying how surprising this really is at the very beginning. Because the ce- I felt like the scene with the baby didn't quite do it um, because she was in the front seat. She was completely distracted on the phone. The window was open. It's like someone could have conceivably walked up, grabbed that baby, and walked off without her noticing I feel like if it had been more direct, like she's looking at the child, and boom, it's gone.
0: I don't. I think they deliberately chose not to show exactly what it looked
1: like when people disappeared to keep some of that mystery. But I thought, that, but but why keep the mystery? Right? You want to? I would think you would want to immediately tell people what happened.
0: Well, okay. So let's say that they did show it on camera, a flat, like you know, someone just disappearing. Do they show them just? Literally disappearing, like one frame they're there and one frame they're not.
1: Did they disappear? That's for the effects guy. I don't give. But a shit. what
0: I'm saying is, I feel like that people would obsess over that. What's well, a bright white flash of light? So it must have been, or it was. They, Especially they, in a David the Evaporated show. into gray steam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like I people feel like by not like... doing that, they're like. Fuck
1: off! Oh my we're... God, Catcher in the Rye was in the background in that scene. What does it mean? <laughs> yeah, we're not
0: talking about the disappearance. It's no, not, yeah. you know. And also, here's a UN council of
1: all the clerics and all the scientists in the world, and they're all saying, "Ah, I don't oh. know. yeah." I thought that was super awesome. Uh, at least show the broad scope that people are still talking about this trying to figure out what happened, but of course they're going to come back with an I don't know. And I like the three-year jump, because if it was just a year six yeah. months, I could conceivably see them writing a scene
0: where Kevin's like, I was fucking this girl, and she disappeared into White Flash. Three years down the line...
1: All those questions have been asked and answered. Everybody's no used answers. to this new world. Now, just fill in the audience. Yeah, yeah. How did all this happen? Yeah. I'm okay with a, a a big jump in time as long as we go back and see a little bit of it. And, you know, Lindelof does flashbacks. But I thought that was
0: them. really great because she didn't immediately say, my baby got raptured. It's like, how the fuck could this happen? Like, yeah. You know, it's like, check the floor. She wasn't even panicked because the baby was right there. Yeah. And then the car crash and the little boy that lost his dad. I thought that was... Uh, you know, as a father, I have a soft spot for kids. I thought that was tough to watch and really well done. And I thought it really expressed hmm. how I would feel when a situation
1: where you what if just they turn around and your it? kid's gone. What if they had flipped it and the mother was gone?
0: Well, what's because babies aren't interesting.
1: Babies are only interesting in fiction when they can be put in jeopardy but, or they're a symbol of hope. <laughs> but it is put in jeopardy, right? Like that baby has just been... But what's the, abandoned by someone going, who we know would not abandon? How the, long are you going baby? to
0: stay on the baby to get its reaction? Is it, it's either going to sit there and continue to cry or it's going to stop? It would crying. continue to
1: cry. Then you go up to the kid whose father's gone. Nah, I don't know. Don't like it. Babies aren't interesting. <laughs> All right, you want what you saw on the screen? That's no, fine. I thought I thought it was great. I didn't have any complaints yeah, about it. I thought it was okay. Uh, what else do we want to talk about with this? There's so many questions. There seems to be like. So, Not only this white-robed cult, but a black-robed cult, potentially. There were a couple... Black robes? Yeah, there were a couple of people, and it might be just a response to the r- guilty remnant. Where did you see remnant. black-robed cult? There are a couple people up on a porch um, who were dressed all in black, faces covered in black. Really? Uh, Where? Yeah. Uh, it's some. He's walking down the street or something, huh. like maybe when he's going to see his wife. I can't remember. Huh. But yeah, there's definitely a couple people in black sitting on a porch at some point.
0: So what do we think? Well, here's what we know about the guilty remnant. They all wear yeah. white. They all have. They smoke. We don't know why they do any of the things they do, though. They all have really crazy fonts uh, with messages on the bathroom walls and 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 their eating areas. And they eat gruel. They seem to have yeah. a very aesthetic experience
1: of with life. But they well, they also, don't work. So obviously they're they're right. living on the cheap, right? Right. Those white shoes cost a lot. And you they're, wonder. They're white white shoes. I would love
0: to know how they are. I mean, do they have electricity? Are those houses – they bought up the houses. Are they – I mean, did, I guess if you took everyone's personal finances, yeah, pulled them all together, and just did bare sustenance living, you could probably get by pretty cheaply. For a while. Although cigarettes, yeah. not the oh. most expensive habit in the world. I think they should have gone Hand-rolled. black tar heroin. Hand-rolled, though. Oh, that's true. So they're true. saving they? some money. I thought so. They're buying shitty tobacco, like scraped off the floor tobacco in bulk and then hand rolling their own. <laughs> um, but Maybe. what they are also doing is they're distributing packets, dossiers on people. Uh, we don't know why. Like Liv T- Tyler was one of the ones that got uh, assigned to be watched. There mm-hmm. was watchers and then there's other tasks, but she got to assign a watch and these two women followed her around everywhere she went and just looked at her. Didn't proselyze yeah. to her. And that had such a profound effect on her throughout the the beginning of the episode that she decided that she wanted to kind of put her toe in the cold water. Yeah, she was also fucked up
1: to begin with. But we don't know why or how or what her whole story is. We don't know much of her story at all. So this seems to be the primary way they recruit. I think so, yeah.
0: They're they're kind of like a little bit of uh, Fred Phelps protesting funerals and whatnot. And they're also a little bit of Scientology doxers where they just
1: go to your yeah. house and try to creep you out. So I think Liv Tyler is going to be the vehicle for our understanding of the guilty remnant. I also wonder if they're targeting people that haven't lost
0: any immediate family members. Because the guilty remnant implies, hmm. you know, why would you feel guilty if you bear, bore some of the pain and loss? Maybe this is a movement that just targets these people that are most at risk at feeling guilty. Huh, that could be. Um, I just want because that.
1: But I only... she seemed clearly broken up about the disappearance, and it didn't seem just like guilt. It felt like she was racked with despair. Who? Um, Liv Tyler. O- Liv Tyler. I didn't get Tyler. over someone disappearing. Really? I
0: didn't. That's get the that. vibe I got from. I didn't her. get that because I think Liv Tyler's best at just kind of. I don't know. Looking like that, we've got her up on the monitor. She just kind of has a blank, <laughs> empathetic look on her face, so uh-huh. you could read anything uh-huh. into that. Um, well, she
1: doesn't want to miss a thing. I don't blame her. <laughs> She's got eyes wide open here. Yeah, there's animal crackers
0: <laughs> running up and down her stomach, <laughs> tripping into her navel. Um, yeah. I I I don't I don't know. Um, uh, that's just my theory, that I wonder if okay. they're going after the people who have not directly lost anyone in their inner circle.
1: That's what they encourage, uh, or at least that's what Damon Lindelof else, what used is, to encourage, what's the rime,
0: What's the rhyme or reason in in the type of people that they disseminate these docs on and then watch? I've
1: got an answer for you. Okay. I don't know, <laughs> and I'm not going to fucking know because this is Damon Lindelof, so we're not going to know until season four, episode eight. Mm. How many seasons do you think this thing can go? Uh, please, God, not Seven. You saw what that did to Lost. I think, give it a tight four or five seasons. But, well, I was thinking, let's see what happens at the end of season one. Sure, obviously. It's got to be a good show throughout season also, one first. And
0: better not depend on us not having the answers to answers the fucking questions.
1: Oh, it's going to. No. If you think you are in for a show where you're going to get answer after answer, you are wrong, my friend.
0: But the thing is, this show's structured different from Lost because the people living in this world know the fucking answers. Okay? Sure. They're not dropped on some mystery island that doesn't obey the laws of physics.
1: But Damon Lindelof cannot resist...
0: If he doesn't, then he's going to lose me very quickly, because I will not put up with this x file <laughs> shit. I think you're going to have to, at least for a while.
1: Maybe through fine, season that's one. that's fine.
0: I'm fine with yeah. being put in the middle of something and figuring stuff out. I don't yeah. like mystery for the sake of mystery. And I
1: actually went into this episode, I think, knowing more about the show than I did coming out of episode one. That's what you one. said when we were talking I feel right like after. there were just a billion questions that built up during this episode, and nothing was answered. Oh, uh, I think that's that's a, a point they made. OK, uh,
0: another topic. Let's talk mm. about Wayne and his ranch. Oh, happiness that he's running somewhere in yeah. place hot and desert like.
1: So he's got congressmen visiting because they are burdened. Yeah, the, it's the very direct. top secret. This yep. is a compound. It's patrol by armed Demare. men. Yep. Our he has a gates. bunch
0: of. Attractive Asian women in bikinis around a
1: pool. Yep.
0: That are apparently, Setting up a harem. They're apparently vital to the survival of the world.
1: Yeah. So I'm curious about the gummy worm girl. I don't know her name. Mm-hmm. Um, does she have some kind of special powers? Is she. Like, I don't know how sci fi okay. they're going to get with this. That's right. thing is, I am going to be mildly
0: disappointed mm-hmm. because I'm my expectation is there is no there is going to be no supernatural other than... There's the, already the, the, supernatural. Well, the the, the yeah. disappearance of two, 2% two of the people. That's super supernatural. But I'm saying is like the the people left behind, I don't think are going to start manifesting any her, hero-type power. Okay, like I, I can buy that. Like that. If they do, fine, we'll see. I mean, after my, <laughs> the NATO debacle on Fargo, I'm not going to make sweeping yeah. statements about it ruining the enjoyment of the series. I'm just saying yeah. that would very surprise me and have me worried about the show direction. Um, having yeah. said that... It's interesting that this man has some ability to lift burdens, and is that a, a placebo effect? What is the procedure that he's using to do that? Why is there so much yeah. secrecy? Um, is this all just them paranoia? Is the government actually worried about these cults? Um, I don't. I don't know what. Uh, and and. It seems like that uh, Kevin's son, whose name I do not know, the guy who screamed underwater, which was a very cool shot, mm-hmm. uh, I guess his name's Tom, uh, he has getting this relationship with this woman, but the Wayne character put the kibosh on it hard. Oh, yeah. In fact, when he pulled out that knife, I was wondering if he wasn't going to make him his own personal Unsullied. <laughs> I thought that's nah. where that was going. It's a little a
1: little dark. I'm,
0: well, I mean, this guy doesn't even a get a dark. warning? Come on. No, I mean, it's like that's the thing. It's like I think he's going to say, you know, are you fully committed? And he's just going to Ugh. de-ball him right then
1: and there. Thank goodness that did not happen. It's still on the table. I guess so. I mean, at any moment, anyone could lose their balls. I don't know why not. Well, I mean, if he
0: just wants guys to protect these women for some weird reason, and yeah. he had this, you know, the Wayne guy himself, um, seems crazy, He's having visions of his daughter, and he's saying all these people left behind are asleep, and it's time for them to wake up. It's three years to the day of the disappearance, Yeah, and that seemed like
1: an important date to him. What is going on at that compound? Seems like maybe he's built up a following of some kind, and now he's going to try to exploit that. Oh, a following? <laughs> around <laughs> this event? Yes. <laughs> Would you say there's 4,400 people in it? Uh, Probably at least 4,400. <laughs> Uh, I'm just waiting for Michael Emerson to show up in a hot air balloon. That's all I want. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what that's a reference to. <laughs> Lost. Okay. Again, I bailed in season two.
0: So do we have anything else interesting to say about Mr. Wayne?
1: Uh, not not really. They didn't show a whole lot about what's going on up there. They just teased a yeah. bunch. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about so. uh, Doctor Who. Christopher Eccleston. Okay guy passing out pamphlets flyers at the uh hero day ceremony saying
0: that this is wrong that these people weren't saints they weren't any better there's i know for a fact there was
1: yeah this woman beat her child yeah and
0: there's whores and whatever these you know are not trust me he knows about the whores disappearing (laughs) they're not he's he's responsible for half of them
1: (laughs) um i've (laughs) It's actually only 1% of the population disappeared, and he disappeared the other 1% on his own. Doctor Who got dark. Just
0: like, <laughs> this is actually the new season of Doctor Who. It's Bro. what happens when a Time Lord uh, reincarnates, doesn't realize who he is or what powers he has. And starts and, banging whores. And, and then making them disappear <laughs> because he feels ashamed. Yep. It's it's really dark for the beeb. Uh I don't – yeah, I, I. that's interesting, and I hear – From the non-spoiler Seppenwall and the um, other reviews that he's going to be – play a much bigger part in the episodes to come.
1: I assume so just given who he is. You Uh, don't hire Christopher Eccleston for passing out flyers. I feel like there's two other topics to talk about, the teenage daughter
0: situation and the dog situation, which one do you want to tackle first? Uh, teenage daughter situation. Good, because the dogs are the ones I have the biggest problem with and the most questions about.
1: Interesting. Okay. Did
0: you, a lot of people on our Facebook thread, Facebook.com slash bald move, were having a hard time dealing with the daughter situation. And by that I mean having a hard time dealing with like, is this are this is this how teenagers live? I don't buy it. It doesn't feel realistic that these people are burning. I feel like that might be a very naive approach because teenagers today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not every one of them, but at these type of parties, there's weed smoked, there's there's alcohol consumed, there is shit huffed.
1: Yeah, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. There basically, is choking. At these parties. I mean, there's
0: the choking. There's the you know where you you choke people till they pass out.
1: I don't. Why do you? That get shit. Get, that was. That's what somebody. we that's got weird. up to
0: twenty years ago in my small sleepy little Indiana t- hometown. Yeah. Yeah. After some kind of weird nihilistic supernatural disappearance of everyone, I'm saying all bets are off.
1: Sure, I I got a little bit into that mode where I was like, "Is this how parties really go?" But then I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's how parties go." No, I mean, because I've parties, seen some stupid shit. I've been to a couple of dumb parties, and yes, shit went down. Not that kind of shit, but Other, equally ridiculous shit. When you get, because there's a the thing. Most of the people are okay,
0: and most of the people are just there to party. But there's yeah. like ten to fifteen percent of people that have the demons come out, <laughs> and they're the ones that start, you know, smashing windows and burning curtains, yeah, and branding themselves or beating their head against the wall or
1: punching through dry. And that's the that's that's where things go wrong. Uh, and that party down. that party was tame until Steven Tyler showed up, and then boom, <laughs> that's what you get. Does anybody-
0: <laughs> um, he's Dr. Rox. So. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> look right. at his body of work. Sure. Uh no, uh I didn't have a problem with it. I found this kind of like Thora Birch performance, um, a little bit of ghost world, a little bit of American beauty. Sure. I was fine with it. And I thought it was interesting. I Yeah And, and I I like the fact that she's this really pretty girl. But she's also mm-hmm. probably grown up in the last three years in some weird circumstances, so she's yeah. not like a cheerleader. Um, she's the type of girl to throw an elbow and break a girl's nose, and not give a fuck. Um, and well, she's, she's to right? boys. She doesn't know how. Like you know, this guy's like puts his gun to his head. She goes full.
1: <laughs> she yeah. goes
0: full pantomime, and that kind of like went too far. Which I I made her me like her even more. Sure, I thought that was funny. Turned off the preppy guy. Yep, uh, but so I I don't know. I felt like it was entirely believable.
1: It all seems predicated on her mother. Like she's she's gotten angsty after her mother left or was disappeared or whatever. And
0: teenagers don't need a whole lot of reason. No, to God, be, no. To write bad poetry and be dramatic.
1: Sure, they so really don't. I I thought her character portrayal was. Fairly accurate to what might happen to a certain kind of teenager, sure. In the circumstances, uh, I, I don't know what the circumstance is around her mother leaving or whatever. Might have found the finally something to dethrone the sad birthday hand job as the
0: saddest hand job in televised history. It's the, <laughs> the choke manual, job, manual uh, auto auto self job by someone else's uh, dispiritedly choking you. That that was yeah. Pretty, that was pretty sad.
1: That, that was... For everyone involved. Yeah, even the people outside at the party. <laughs> it was leaking out the doors, the sadness. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that was a scene that was not super easy to watch. Uh-huh. Because uh, presumably these kids are underage, I assume. I guess. They did a good job of getting kids who look young. Yeah, I, like I would most buy... Most of the time, they'd cast a 26-year-old in her role. and She, I, like she said, looks I wouldn't be surprised
0: 18. if you know I could say she's anywhere from 24 to 16. Sure. So Absolutely. I'm thinking they're wanting me to believe that she is in the middle of the high school years. So. Yeah. Or maybe she's a senior. Buy, I totally buy that. Okay. What else? There's dogs to talk about. These dogs' situation. So one of the intro scenes is Kevin uh, jogging around... And he sees this dog, which I was getting like not cool vibes from. Yeah,
1: this mangy looking, this, yeah, kind of dirty little, little dog,
0: crazy eye from the dog, and he's like, you know, kissing at it and wanting to come here. Dog gets shot in the middle of the street. Boom! Dude takes off. This is before we even knew he's a police officer, I believe. Yeah, he was just jogging. So he throws the dead dog in the back, in the back of the car, which also led to another weird scene when her daughter, when his daughter. <laughs> you know, borrows his police cruiser, I guess, to go to yeah. this party, and then finds a dead dog, ends up burying it with these two weird Doublemint twin guys. Uh-huh. They looked very similar. Their effect was real. They felt like 12-year-old boys. Uh-huh. In grown-ass Abercrombie and Fitch model male bodies.
1: I think that's just what 16-, 17-year-old dudes act like. Not, I really, Th- I A guess. certain type of 16-, 17-year-old dude, yeah. Huh. So, anyway...
0: And then that later led to – it's like – that's the one – another thing that kind of bothered me is these father and son – the father and daughter feel like they could solve a lot of shit if they just opened their mouths and used their words. Because she's like, what were Wait. you doing with a dead dog in the trunk? Instead of being yeah, yeah. like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry you saw that. That's- <laughs> I saw, this was a weird fucked up deal. This dog got shot. <laughs> it seems I tried to be to get- something you'd explain. It seems, it's like a 30-second explanation. Mm-hmm. Instead, he just sits there and just mugs at her. yeah. Until she like
1: huffs off and then am like who the fuck does that and, and open and your mouth and start talking asshole do you not understand now why your daughter is such an angsty little shit yes because you're not talking to her That's at all creepy
0: as fuck and you can't roll and be like where were you last night well, yeah. why did you have a dead dog in your body. All right, you tell your truth, she'll tell you your truth, and then you can go on.
1: Yeah, yeah. but No communication anywhere.
0: And it's like this drama for the sake of it, and it's a trope, yeah. and I get it. It happens to the best of shows, but it really, it's the one, one of the wor- things that annoys me
1: the most. Is this episode him breaking bad? Killing those dogs or him trying to do the right thing and protect the town? I felt like it was very
0: obvious that those dogs were up to were up to some evil shit. And they sure. are a clear threat to a person. And I just wondered what would happen if that guy hadn't shown up with the gun. Yeah. Like, these are That's not our question. dogs now. I feel like this is the most losty aspect of it. Uh-huh. Because I feel like what they're wanting us to believe is that these dogs are the, uh, the disappeared dogs like the owners that just dis- disappeared and no one really cared about them or they maybe they got abandoned These or they the were... guilty remnant of the dogs? Yeah, this is the guilty dog remnant there you go the gdr yeah. and they've gone feral and kind of psycho and rabid yeah and they're hunting wild animals is the this rabid remnant the other thing is is this is kevin a reliable narrator because he sees deer that aren't there a big elk yeah. is walking through the town. Did did he? Did all? Is is this all? What what aspect of this is happening
1: inside of his head, and what all of this is real? I think all of it was real, um, unless you want to say that the guy with the gun and no plates is not real, which I I might buy. I was gonna say because there's no plates on out. the car. He I, tells people about it; they think he's crazy. I can't rule it out. Yeah. The dog uh, The so, only other thing is the dog in the trunk. You'd have to believe then that he might have killed that dog yes, and put it in the trunk. That's exactly what I'm wondering. Okay. If, if
0: he's gone this is some showing that he's losing control. I, I the only problem I'd have there is I feel like this guy was super under control yeah. during the guilty remnant riot that broke out.
1: Yeah. Um, he locked it down.
0: Yeah, it's like he didn't didn't I felt like he was appropriate in his response and he didn't like start whipping out his gun and yeah, he was beating He's beating some dudes, but you gotta. That's that's a very dangerous situation to be in as a oh, law yeah. enforcement officer.
1: Certainly. Everyone, in fact. You don't, you don't want to beat too many people. No. Because then it looks bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> you got to beat enough people, though, to keep them from doing yeah, what they do. Yeah, that's where it's like, you
0: know, maybe I'm an easily cowed citizen because I would definitely protest, but as soon as the cops with the right shields show up, I'm fucking out of there.
1: Mm.
0: Nothing good can happen once the plexiglass shields come out.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> Uh, on either side, so um, go and protest peacefully. Protest another day because the peaceful protest—that's the sign that the peaceful, uh, the peaceful phase of protest is coming to an end. The violent yeah, phase yeah. is now coming. Yeah,
1: or it's turning into revolution. And that's what I'm saying. You, like, and if you, it's you can argue mode, whether or not you want that. You then know? flip
0: another switch. Leave home the signs. Bring and your and, own the rocks and, and and bring your own plexiglass and bullets and and throw yeah. down. So we'll we'll see. Uh,
1: another possible take on this maybe thematically i wonder how much he views these dogs you know they're not our dogs anymore as his kids how those two that's a really dark people relate uh it it is it's certainly dark given what he does at the end but you 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 gotta wonder because he's certainly losing control of his family throughout this whole episode you can see how much he's lost yeah uh and i don't know where else the dogs fit in do you think so if they
0: are they could be I like your take on the they're a stand in for the guilty remnant. Okay. And you know he has a lot of antip- antipathy towards them and he also I thought it was very moving when he came back he went and said uh, I want to talk to my wife and I felt like she was really wavering there in her commitment. Oh yeah. Oh, she almost said a word. And I wonder what happens with that plot. I mean, is Did he just give up? Is that the first time he got liquored up and went down to the compound? I kind of feel
1: like Doesn't it was. Doesn't seem like it. Really? No, I I don't think so. If, I don't know. It seems like Patty was like, oh, my God, this again. You're not welcome here. You're not welcome here. Is it the first time he went and punched the fat dude that's, with the, I guess, the guilty remnant bouncer? If GRB. not, if not, the guy's not a very good bouncer. He should have seen that coming. Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, this guy again. Yeah, I just wonder. It might be. I, I, that's just the vibe I got off of it. And because I don't know the why. town's
0: so hostile, and these guys, like, there's only fifty some of them, and they're not really. They seem to be more passively resistant. I could see oh, a mob yeah. coming down and just whomping
1: everyone's ass. They're completely passive. I mean, the 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 fight broke out because the people of the town attacked them. Sure,
0: but on the other hand, that the uh, GRB, the Guilty Remnant Bouncer, had no problem kicking the shit out of Kevin and, and throwing him out.
1: Yeah, but Kevin punched him in his face.
0: But, so they're not entirely passive, is what I'm saying.
1: Well, until they're attacked, sure. Okay. I, I think their protests
0: are certainly passive. Even the protesters seemed like they were just taking it. And like yeah. when Liv Although... Tyler came up and threw a punch at um, Lori, I guess is her name, she
1: just took that passively. Okay, yeah. I mean, they got their ass kicked. Certainly, if the police That's the weren't there, the infuriating thing about cults as well. Is they do things that are
0: deliberately designed to provoke a reaction in a greater populace, yes. and then they're super proud of themselves for provoking
1: that reaction. Sure, and then they take no responsibility for provo- provoking that reaction. Either. Yes, it's
0: simultaneously like, they do both. It's it's really infuriating. The where. They they the only way you can possibly win is to give them no reaction, which is what I try to tell people. It's like, you know, what do I do when a Joes was coming to the door? Yeah. Give them as much apathy as you can, because that's what breaks the
1: uh, <laughs> fanatic spirit. Sure. Acting out, it's just like a child. You don't want to give them anything to rally around. You do not against.
0: want to give positive or negative attention to a, a someone throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. And when people are doing these extreme acts and, you know knocking on your door at 9 o'clock on Saturday morning. That is a very – they know what they're doing. That's the they thing, though. They fucking know we, that that's annoying as shit, yeah. and they're all hyped
1: up on righteousness and saving you from the coming apocalypse. Sure, and sure, sure. But what do you do when they won't go away, when they stand at your door and they just stand at your door? That's a very good question. Because that's what they did to Liv Tyler this time. They stood in her street. They stood outside the restaurant. It seems like that is illegal. That is harassment. I don't because I know that there's a lot of Scientologists that
0: that's kind of their st- if, if that's one of the primary ways they deal with critics, just follow them Is around. they just stand outside with like, um, you know, they'll they'll stand outside their houses, they'll stand outside your workplace, they'll hand out flyers yeah. saying that you're a pedophile and this another stuff
1: and that the wall seems like that's it's ex- harassment, yeah, but it seems like it's <laughs> very
0: hard to get the police to do anything about it.
1: Sure, I mean harassment is not something that is easily proven
0: right but it also seems like you could the 50 49 i don't know maybe just get restraining order on all of them and be done with it but yeah I, I don't know that would be a very scary situation sure i think i would it's, find it's myself probably, probably in
1: jail <laughs> okay and you know by the end of this maybe a lot of people will so it um, seems pretty gung-ho on arresting people but it's a cool
0: i don't know if there's anything else to talk about but it's a very cool world Yeah, I'm very into finding more about it. Finding more about how the cult operates, why they're doing the things they do. Why they smoke? Why is smoking a protest? Yeah, it's a. It's a. It seems like like a sacrament. They even have a motto on the wall saying like, "We don't smoke for pleasure. Mm. We do it as an expression of faith." Yeah, I don't know what that expression is. Their faith is
1: no matter what you do, it doesn't matter. Those, those are the questions that I expect to get answers to via flashbacks, not yeah. not necessarily before this event happened, but in the intervening three years. See, I do think something like this happening on the Earth is a game changer. Like I, often, I don't know if it is. I've
0: often wondered, yeah. you know, do these people sometimes prophesy doom? Uh, they'll say that there'll be this date, and they'll be like, you know, not mild worry, but some of the more gullible people among us will be like, "Oh wow, you know, this is happening this Saturday in the Mayan calendar." It's, you know, it's, sure, it's, over. it's the Herald and,
1: camping shit. Yeah,
0: what would happen if a big fucking, not like a planet-killing asteroid, but like a continent-killing asteroid smacks to Earth just out of fish, NATO coincidence, yeah, dildo, dumb luck. Yeah, I'm thinking civilization as we know it is. Over, we ah. go back to dark ages instantly because all this there's not enough scientists and and s- skeptics and astrophysicists that can talk us down more than there's there's more idiots than the there balances, are people that can not reason their way, and I just feel like that that would so, really be a cataclysmic
1: change in the way we do things. It, I mean, at that point the power shifts, right? The power shifts from the the supposedly rational government to. Religious leaders, yes, because now they have what they want people to consider proof they have s- for their claims Well, it's like, and that yeah. is a very powerful thing when you know people view this as their life so so
0: this happening as even a moreover, like just no reason people just disappear and there's no scientific explanation. What's weird yeah. about that is it seems like it's doing as much damage to the religions of the world as it's doing to the That's scientific establishment.
1: Really surprising. I mean they talk about the rapture a lot. Yeah. in this episode and they say, "Oh, it can't be the rapture because these people were horrible people." Some I mean, of I don't it, so, yes, because some of them were not all of them were horrible right. people. Uh so it, apparently the religious leaders didn't exploit that enough when it happened? Maybe Someone else got a hold of it and spun it faster than they could. But what happens all don't over really the world
0: know. and with with Buddhists and you would, Shinto and Muslims? Yeah, whose god Jews. did this? Right? <laughs> it's like I don't. It was Zeus. <laughs> you know, it's a very there's very few religions that aren't at their core tribal. Like they might talk sure. about like oh you know different paths and stuff, but obviously you must believe the path you're on is more right, or else you would roll differently. You would go to right? another path. Sure. So that happening on a worldwide basis, I think is. It, it You know, because it, it's it's just as disturbing to the Buddhist as it is to the Christian, probably. Probably so. You know, because, so. like, the Buddhist is like, okay, well, if these guys went to Nirvana, uh,
1: why did the Christians go? And, yeah, it, it seems to be an equal opportunity thing for all religions. Yeah, it's it's a crisis of
0: confidence and conscience for all of them yeah. simultaneously. And it feels like there's all these new cults that have sprung forward that says I have the answer and it's non-orthodox, it's non-traditional, and it's sure. it's satisfying to some percentage of the people. Yeah,
1: so it's a birth of a new religion, right? Yes, a new worldwide religion. Yeah,
0: we're watching. In some ways we're watching the. Uh, you know, the, the, the Buddhas and the Jesuses of their time. That the could Genesis be a, a
1: super interesting way for the plot to unfold, honestly.
0: Right. No, there's lots of... like uh, When I said, you're talking that global scale, yeah. This feels like it's got legs. I don't know how far and how long, and it depends sure. on what style they approach it with. But I'm totally invested in this particular season. We were going to do this as a bald move TV for a couple weeks and see how it went, but... I was intrigued enough that as soon as I watched, it, I sent Jim a text. I'm like, I'm ready to promote this to full cast. You saw it; you're ready. We got pretty good response on Faceback. It got like 1.8 million, which is not exactly True Detectives 2.4, but yeah, it's not nothing. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I th- I think it'll. I was it'll surprised grow. at how low
0: that was since True Blood led into it, which it has like a three million some audience. Huh. So I felt like mm-hmm. I was super surprised to see it not pull True. De- True Detective numbers, but I feel like there's a lot of buzz, and there's also just a lot of stuff that you can really dig in and analyze and talk about, which is what that's, that's probably what gives us the most pleasure in watching television is that kind of stuff. So that's
1: why I was so interested in Lost podcast and got really involved in. Oh my God. listening to podcasts and we were, forums. And oh,
0: I would have loved, even though it ultimately was kind of horseshit. Sure, I would have loved doing a Lost podcast, or if go yeah. back even further. I would have loved to do an X-Files podcast. <laughs> because I was, oh, yeah, yeah. even pre-internet, like I was on the X-Files well, Usenet. And,
1: really? Yeah. okay. X-Files is a weird case, though, because it's mostly procedural, except it has little it's the myth arc. crumbs the mo- of arc. You had Monster yeah. of the Week
0: episodes, and then you had myth Arc episodes. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes you'd have five minutes of myth Arc and the Monster of the Week. The Cigarette Smoky Man would sure. come out and smoke. The time is not right to expose love Oh, blah. what if and this then, is an X-Files crossover? It's where he got to start. <laughs> oh, this yeah, this you're going to find out the cigarette smoking man founded the guilty remnants. Yep,
1: season two, Vince Gilligan comes on, and
0: you're going to see big trucks full of black tar, <laughs> corn oil, and they're going to infect bees. And... All right,
1: we've devolved in this podcast <laughs> to the point where it's time to call it a show uh, and put a bow on it. If you want to send feedback to us, le- I imagine we'll
0: get quite a bit uh, leftovers at baldmove.com. You can also participate in our show and podcast threads on baldmove.com slash what, 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 Facebook.com slash baldmove. Tweet at Jim uh, your thoughts on Twitter at baldmove. Uh, if you'd like, you know, the only, again, the only reason we're able to do this and the only reason we're not on summer hiatus is because we chose to do this full time uh, and uh, give the people what they want, which is more podcasts apparently. We'd appreciate your supporting us in those endeavors, and you can do it several different ways. One is to go to uh, subable.com, S U B B A B L E.com, slash bald move. You can subscribe to our site there and give a one time or a recurring donation to our podcast. And every dollar you spend, you can bank up and get ever larger rewards uh, and perks, uh, bald move memorabilia, custom podcast stuff, all kinds of interesting things. I got a new shirt idea. Oh, yeah? Just a blank white shirt. <laughs> Sell it for $40. Thank you for smoking. <laughs> um, we, so just a white a whitey T-shirt sale. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're bubs from The Wire. We're pushing our cart and we're selling white T-shirts. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. I can get behind that. Um, you've completely derailed me. Oh, you can go to Amazon. <laughs> if you're doing an Amazon shopping, go to Amazon.baldmove.com. It'll take you right to Amazon. With our affiliate link embedded, and that way we hoover a little bit of money out of Amazon's pockets on every purchase you make. If you use that link on every time, it costs you nothing. There's no hidden fees or shipping or handling or taxes or crazy stuff like that. It just eats into Amazon's profit, and it helps us out tremendously. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, I doubt that the iTunes feed will be ready by the time you're listening to this. It'll definitely be ready by next week. It's really vital that we get a big push from listeners uh rating and reviewing us so that we can get a bigger audience and get this thing off the ground um you guys usually do an excellent job at uh, helping us out that way and it's again takes 30 seconds out of your life and it's free and it helps us out a bunch and always recommend friends and family if you like quality television you know they do too send them our way and check out all our content at baldmove.com. It's way too much for me to mention. <laughs> okay. Mean, right now, actively, we got the following. We got 24. We just wrapped up Fargo, which is excellent. <laughs> so I, for
1: the record, we don't have the following. It's the uh, leftovers. <laughs> yeah. This
0: is why it's we're following the leftovers, <laughs> because I can't fucking keep these things straight in my mind. Yep. I'm surprised I gave out the right email address. Mm-hmm. Uh. That we got a lot of stuff coming up on the t- we got a uh, semi weekly Bald Move TV cast, cast where we're talking yeah, about yeah. Halt and Catch Fire. We'll probably be talking about The Strain, Falling Skies, Falling Skies, maybe The Bridge and Masters of Sex. Those might get a full cast. We'll have to see how it goes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but lots of cool stuff, uh, almost on a daily basis There's something new and cool out on com. Check it out,
1: yeah. All right, uh, that's it for the episode. We'll be back, I guess, next Tuesday. We'll make this a weekly thing uh two days after the show airs and until then i'm jim i'm aro Are you-